Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Trundle Bed Tales Radio. Today's episode is the update on Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom for August 2012. And before we do anything else, we always like to start out with just a little housekeeping. Although you probably uh, won't want to call in for this particular show because the update's kind of just a short listing of things, but if you ever want to call in while one of my shows are on or if you want to be moving around or you're out and about when it happens and you can't stream it, you can also call in and just listen or you can call in and ask a question or make a comment. The number is 714 714- Two four two five two five three. That's seven one four two four two five two five three, or toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. That's one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine, and. Uh, Right now, our next episode is going to be Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central Time, and we're going to do a sort of catch-up on roving reports from what's going on in Walnut Grove from my visit there last July. So I hope you'll enjoy that, and you'll be watching for future episodes of Trendlebed Tales. And that's enough housekeeping. So what's going on? Well, first off, I need to apologize to everybody who tried to listen to the July 2012 update. What happened was I have a splitter that I use to put my microphone and my headphones into the computer through a USB port. And somehow the mic portion of the splitter stopped working. And normally when I do one of these episodes... I have an official listener, at least at the beginning, to know that everything's working well, and I didn't do that for the July episode, and so I didn't realize it and kept talking for 15 minutes, even though nobody could hear me. So that was what happened with that, and sadly, i got to get that replaced, and I'm plugged right into the computer now, so hopefully everybody can hear me fine. But I am sorry, especially because it was July, and the July update tends to be covering a lot of things. So I do want to kind of mention some of those again, uh, just to kind of get them on your radar for next year. The two big Laura Ingalls Wilder pageants. There is a third one, and I'm actually going to spend a little bit of time more on that later. But uh, I think when most people originally think of the pageants, the two that have been going the longest are the one in are the ones in Desmet, South Dakota, and Walnut Grove, Minnesota. 
this was the second time that I have watched the pageants back to back this year, and I really recommend that you do that. It's by the time you get to one of them, you are so close to the other, and they are such different experiences that I really truly think that uh, it it improves the, the experience to see both. So I really hope that you will. Make that effort if you're there. They're always uh, lined up so that they're the same weekends and they're the first three weekends in July. So it's very doable to to go to both pageants. And if you're interested in that, I just did a blog post on the Trundlebed Tales that uh, was sort of a review and some hints for going to see the pageant. And I'm going to be talking about those some more uh, in my next episode where I do a roving report from Walnut Grove. Uh, so keep the, and then I'm going to later be doing one from DeSmet. So keep that in mind and uh, try and get the pageants on your schedule because I think they really deserve it. Of course, Laura Palooza was also going on in July and uh, the next one is scheduled for July 2015. We don't have exact dates yet, but go ahead and pencil in coming in July 2015 because it's really a great experience. We're getting the evaluation forms from it back now, and I, I just um, think that anybody who's a Laura Ingalls Wilder fan would really enjoy coming to the conference at least once. And also, if you're looking for more Laura Ingalls Wilder events, there are actually a couple of them going on. Heritage Hill is in Green Bay, uh, Wisconsin, and they have an annual Laura Ingalls Wilder event. They're a living history museum. Uh, they tend to focus on getting name people in so you can get autographs, but they also have hands-on activities, and that was just finished up this last weekend. Um, so keep an eye on, on that for uh, next year, too, if you're closer to that area. And August 3rd was Carrie's birthday, so we also just finished up with that because every year the Keystone Area Historical Society has a special event on Carrie's birthday. And, of course, Carrie's birthday is in the very best month to have a birthday, so we're always glad to see that coming. And someday I'm going to make it out to Keystone for the party, but I haven't yet. So... August is a little less of a time for big league Laura events. We have a few things coming up. For example, uh, the well, it's it's really I'm going to skip ahead now because there really isn't a lot going on in August. But we're going to look ahead to the very beginning of September because that is coming up. Also, and Laura Ingalls Wilder Remembered event at the Herbert Hoover Presidential Library in West Branch, Iowa, in a slightly modified form, it has been restored. They had canceled it last year, and I'm very glad to say that it is back. So I hope everybody will make an effort to come out, especially if you know anybody in eastern Iowa. Encourage them to come because we want to show them that we're glad this event is back and we want them to keep doing it. So um, 
please spread the word about that. I'm going to be doing Laura Ingalls Wilder programs at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in character, and they're also going to have prairie walks going. So uh, get that on your ideas for Labor Day. If you're looking for a nice place to come and, and and spend Labor Day, I think that would certainly be it. And the very next weekend is the Pepin Days, or the Loringles Wilder Days. On Facebook, so I really good event this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. And let's see, where are we? All right. I also wanted to let you know that um, I have a couple of things set up for future episodes that I do not have dates for yet, but you're going to be looking forward to these episodes coming. And the first one that's going to be coming up after... uh, Walnut Grove. I'm also going to be doing a DeSmet roving report. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be yet, but that'll be another half hour talking about um, what's going on and what's new in in DeSmet and what I saw there. Uh, After that, uh, we're looking at a couple of possibilities, and I'm not exactly sure when we're going to do it, but I've been talking to someone I know who's been involved with Project Aware, uh, which is a a volunteer-led effort for cleaning up Iowa's waterways from junk. And I'm looking forward. I don't have a date for him yet, but that'll be one of the Travel Times episodes. Uh, I also have one that I do have a date for is I'm going to be interviewing Linda Halpin on Tuesday, September 18th at 9 p.m. Central Time. Now, uh, I'm pretty excited to have Linda on the program because we're going to be talking about um, the history of quilts and how kind of quilting changed during the 19th century. I was really impressed with what she did at Laura Palooza, so I'm very glad that uh, she agreed to be on the show, and we'll be getting that on for you real soon. And I think that's a about rounding us up this month, um, August tends to be a slower month after the busy July, and then September tends to be another busy month in Laura fandom. I uh, would like to mention that this year really seemed to hit kind of a sweet spot. So besides the Laura Ingalls Wilder Conference, there was also an Ella Montgomery who wrote Anna Green Gables, and there was a conference for her in Prince Edward Island, and it was also the summer that they have the Betsy Tacey conference. So there's really a lot of focus on women's writers this year, and I think that is very cool. And I also have been, um, partly because I was following and retweeting the Ella Montgomery conference, I have since found out that there are several museums and sort of museums that have and days. I was thinking that it was mostly just on Prince Edward Island, but there's at least two other museums that host Anna Green Gables days in Canada. So now I've got new places to put on my list of things that I want to do sometime. And 
one thing that had been, well, it still is on my list, is the people at the Bala Museum, which is uh, not on Prince Edward Island. It is in Canada. It is where Ellen Montgomery lived um, during the time that she was getting the material for the Blue Castle, which is a hilarious book. If you have not read The Blue Castle by Ellen Montgomery, go out and get a copy of it. Uh, but they are big Ellen Montgomery collectors now, the people who own the uh, where where she stayed while she was collecting this material. And they've turned it into an Ellen Montgomery museum, and they collect, Laura, uh, uh, they collect Montgomery very heavily. And one of the things that they had sort of stumbled into was the fact that there was this Anna Green Gables silent movie that came out in 1919. And... The print is lost. Nobody uh, is aware of a copy in existence of the actual movie itself. But there are stills from various sources, and there um, are are pictures. There was an illustrated book version that had uh, pictures from it. And they also discovered that for some reason, instead of using Green Gables, they used this house in Connecticut, which is actually still around as a house museum. So, uh, and they also found the sheet music that you were supposed to play with the movie in the theater uh, when it was going. So they have, through these still created what the 1919 movie would have been like. Now they have done um, added to it since then, but in 2008. There was also an Ellen Montgomery conference, and they had recorded their presentation of it there. And that presentation from 2008 has been released on DVD. Also on the DVD is a little guided tour of their museum and what there is to see there. And it really is uh, fairly interesting how they've been able to pull this back together. Now, they are still out doing it live, and you can have them come to an event if you can pay their travel there uh, to recreate the silent movie for you, and they've added to it. So what is actually on screen is, has been updated and enlarged and all that. But uh, the DVD recording is now out, and you can buy your own copy, and I did that, and you may want to do that as well. Now, I'm a, pretty much out of time, but thank you once again for joining me for Trundle Bed Tales, and I hope I will see you Wednesday. Thank <laughs> you.